Welcome in the third episode of the IoT Decoded podcast, the podcast about the LP1 technologies, the low power wide areas, the engine of the IoT. Today we are going to talk about Amazon side awareness month. We will continue with the LP1 market segmentation and then we are going to finish with some little news. So Amazon has announced some weeks, some days ago, uh, a new solution for uh, IoT, and this solution has been named Sidewalk. So what is behind Sidewalk? Is that something really new? Is that in competition with uh, with LP1? As I have been read in different newspaper. Uh, no, I'm going to spoil it. I really don't think so. But that's really interesting technology. I mean, uh, for for smart home, that could be really interesting. For IoT in a, in a city, it, it could be also really interesting. What is Amazon Sideway? Is a low power technology. So that's interesting. You can have a, some small device able to communicate for a long term. Uh, in a in a citizen environment, so that, that's really interesting. Uh, but it's not really long range uh, technology. I mean, it depends if you compare this with Wi-Fi. Yes, it's long range. But if you compare it with uh, the different LP1, it's not long range. It's, it's about 500 meters. Uh, 500 meters uh, for North American uh, regulation, uh, so with uh, about 20 dB uh, dBm of, uh, of transmission power. So it's not really uh, long range. Uh, that's interesting, basically, because uh, 500 meters it, it let you um, the, the ability to create a, a urban network with uh, with with many d different devices deployed. And here it's interesting that Amazon is uh, is announcing it because I mean, if any other small company has announced such technologies, uh, it it has no luck to be something. But if it's made by Amazon, it starts to be interesting because uh, Amazon has the capability to deploy it on a really large perimeter. So you can have a lot of them in, inside one city and 500 meters by 500 meters, you can at the end cover all the city. That's a test they have made uh, by deploying 700 uh, different devices all around the Los Angeles. And they said they have covered most of the city. Uh, so, okay, with 700 devices that did not cover all the city, that's an interesting. And as a comparison with a classical LP1, uh, with something about uh, 10 to 20 antennas, you're able to cover the whole um, Los Angeles area, even with some redundancy around. So, uh, you see there's a big difference. But... What is interesting in my work, it's not a public network. I mean, you don't need to have an operator to uh, deploy the network to have the network existing. So that's interesting. Everyone deploying something for its own use case will extend the network and potentially Bubble will join each other to create a, a, a urban global network. So that's good to see and that's good to follow. Uh, actually, we currently we don't have a lot of information about uh, the technology inside, but I mean, if we made some inception, uh, like uh, um, Amazon has, is working with Ring Company uh, to uh, to to create this um, this first uh, 
uh, enhancement and first uh, devices. And Ring Company is really specialized in LoRa device. They have certified a lot of LoRa devices. And we can think that it could be based on LoRa chip. Uh, when I say LoRa, I don't say LoRa 1. Okay, that's really different. See, my, listen my first podcast on, on it. So it could be LoRa, not LoRa 1. Well, that's interesting. It could correspond to, uh, to such thing as I using uh, LoRa with a 500 kilohertz uh, system to be a uh, high, high bandwidth um, communication uh, and the different device. So it could be interesting. And why it could be interesting for me is it's because, uh, in fact, uh, if Amazon wants to start new technology, uh, I mean, they, they are not chip provider, chip maker. Uh, Amazon, they are product distributor. Uh, so they have no big interest uh, of uh, of creating a new technology if they did it uh, they would uh, also i think name the uh, the chip provider in the announcement and here they have just named uh, a device maker uh, so it means that device maker is accessing some standard components uh, some standard chips available in the market and uh, and so the 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 more most uh, available technology uh, allowing to work on ESM on on such a distance and so on is basically LoRa. So we can expect that it's something based on LoRa, but not LoRa one. Okay, with a, a specific uh, protocol, and the main difference is that this protocol is mesh based. Okay, so we can have a, a packet relaying between the different. Uh, point and to to reach internet and being able to uh, have a, a global network so uh, we're gonna see when we're gonna have more information that's just uh, an assumption i made uh and uh and if they did that um that that's really interesting um and 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 so uh, that's good for 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 our uh, ecosystem and also for device maker because the, the technology is uh, well known and, and easy to access so that's for good the good part of it uh what is the less uh, interesting <laughs> or more dangerous about uh, about this technology there's two things uh, the first thing is that it's, in my point of view it will never be a global network as a, if, if we couldn't have a citizen to deploy and extend the network uh, it means that uh, you won't have the network available in mountain and uh, on roadside or or countryside okay uh, you will maybe have it in big city where you have uh, uh, guys loving technology uh, able to deploy it and to connect such uh, such devices, uh, so that's interesting for cities. Um, maybe more complicated to to use on other circumstances. The, the other point is that the technology has been announced and tested in North America, where there is no duty cycle on ESM band. The ESM band are free, but uh, as a consequence, you have some rules to use them. In North America, you have to uh, do some channel hopping on regular frequency to be able to uh, to communicate on ISM, but uh, it means that you can communicate every time if you are just uh, channel hopping uh, correctly. Uh, and it's not the case in Europe. So for mesh communication, when uh, you, you need to have a lot of communication and, and reading, uh, the, the European um, constraint may, may be a problem. And also for the use cases, uh, we see that Ring uh, is using LoRa for video transmission. So they are really interesting uh, use cases, but you can do that in, in Europe just, just because of the duty cycle. You are, you don't have the bandwidth to to do a such thing. So uh, so that's limiting the uh, the use cases. And, and uh, I'm, uh, I will be uh, 
uh, surprised to see what uh, how they will deploy and or transform or, or make this technology working in in Europe. They, they did not get any information about this in the communication. In my point of view, uh, we are going to wait a, a bit before getting in Europe, uh, and it will be uh, for for a long time uh, only available in North America. So we will see that. Uh, the, the last thing, uh, and that's the negative point in my point of view, is that this is using ESM. If it's using LoRa with a 500 kilohertz uh, approach, uh, it will use a lot of bandwidth. And, and as they can have a success, so they can have many people using it, uh, even not really knowing that they are using basically. But uh, at, at the end, it means a lot of noise on the ESM band. Uh, and not really with if it's something like 500 kilohertz, it's, it's really not respectful of the uh, ASM band. So um, yeah, it can be a, a risk for other LP1 to to get noise because of this technology. So let's see that. That uh, that was interesting to to see Amazon uh, in coming on, on, on the game uh, with uh, with the IoT networks. Um, let's let's see how it will be when the specification will be published and uh, and we'll get more information about uh, how it works uh, internally. So uh, this comes to um, my second point I would like to talk about today. It's the market segmentation and uh, and the place for the different uh, technologies. Uh, Sidewalk is a new uh, new player in, in this game. So I don't exactly know where it's going to be currently. I mean, it's too early to say that. Uh, but we have a lot of competitors already in place. I just mentioned that, be, I'm a, a sidewalk, because um, because uh, we have seen a lot of uh, journalists uh, saying how oh, Amazon sidewalk is coming. It's the head of, uh, of Sigfox, Laura One, and all that stuff. Yeah, but that's not really the same thing. I mean, it's totally different. And I, I'm, I'm really bored, in fact, to uh, listen all these journalists saying, oh, this is coming, it's the death of something else. Uh, oh, this is coming, so this other thing will never um, work correctly and so on. Yeah, no, guys, just, I mean, you, you, you're a dumb guy. Uh, in fact, if you take a look to the technology, you would see that there is a big difference between the technology. They are not addressing the same use case. Yes, there's something you can do with some technology and you cannot do with that technology. And so every technology has its place. They are addressing different use cases. So it's just a message of peace I want to, uh, to, to tell you. Just love all the technology. Don't fight them. Uh, between uh, <laughs> each other. Okay, um, let's be a, a bit more serious. Uh, even if my, my message is uh, is really a, peaceful, a message of peace uh, between this technology, and if I, I want to have this message, it's it just because in fact all the fight I, I see between the technology just slow is slowing down the IoT deployment. I would like to see a deployment of IoT accelerating, but if companies asks himself question of what about the technology I need to be used? Do I made the right choice? Oh, Amazon is something new. Can I use it? Or oh, I need to wait and see what it would be to take my decision. Okay, all of this is waste time. During all that time, you are going. Your 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 company is is running late on, on the IoT adoption. So, uh, why I think this technology are not in competition? Why I think they are all in a blue ocean market. It's because, in fact, if you can segment easily the market between the high-end devices, so high-end devices are um, devices with a lot of uh, uh, 
possibility, able to transmit, transmit a lot of information in real time and so on, but they're expensive because they're high-end, okay? Compared to low-cost devices. So low-cost devices, they have not a lot of things to transfer. They, uh, you have time, but you want them to be really low-cost. Low-cost is in terms of TCO, which means the price of chips, the price of communication, the price of batteries, so, and so on. So all of this is linked. So on the high-end side, we clearly see two technologies. There are the 3GPP technologies, LTEM uh, and BIoT. Uh, if, if you want something that really needs speed, like for doing a photo, like for uh, transferring a, vi a video, voice, if you want to have real-time data, LTM is the solution. There's no big competition for this. If you have an IP-based uh, system, you want your device directly connect communicating with a server, that's LTM also. Yeah, there's, there's only this technology that have this capability in, uh, in the low-power low uh, environment, okay? But for LTM, you have to, to pay uh, for LTM chip, which is high, but you also need to have a strong battery because LTM is consuming a lot of power, basically. Uh, and so uh, it has a, a global cost, which is, uh, which is important. If you are less uh, if you if your use case uh, need less uh, bandwidth like for transferring picture audio for monitoring with high frequency monitoring NBIoT is is really good okay uh, you can have smaller battery eventually you can work with solar panel or thing like this it works really well okay so NBIoT is a good solution for that but NBIoT uh, you also need strong battery you have a expensive chip not so much but more than for lower one in Sigfox, okay? So you have a device which is a bit uh, more expensive. And, and also for the same reason, if you want to take picture, you can have sensors that will be more expensive and so on. So on, on the global price uh, and the IoT part is, is reasonable. And, and so they are the high-end devices. Now, if you take a look to the low-cost devices, uh, where you just do some monitoring, low-frequency monitoring or tracking, okay, like supply chain tracking and things like this. You want to have a low-cost device with small battery, uh, able to operate for years on, on such battery, okay. So for this, typically Sigfox and LoRaWAN really correctly answer your use case. And if you want really, 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 really low-cost devices, like you had just one dollar for the complete devices with battery, with casing, with chips, PCB, all that stuff, okay? There's only one solution, which is Sigfox, basically. So you can get detail on my previous podcast uh, about, about this, okay? But I, currently, you, you get it with Sigfox. Okay, so you see there is a, a good segmentation of devices. Okay, so you tell me, oh, you talk that most in the low-cost device, it's Sigfox and LoRaWAN. So there's a competition between Sigfox and LoRaWAN. But no, there's no competition between Sigfox and LoRaWAN. When you take a look at what uh, happened in the market in the last uh, four, five years, uh, um, on Sigfox and LoRaWAN device, what we've seen. We've seen that there is a public network, global network. The target is to have a worldwide coverage, even if currently it's it's only 65 countries, but 65, it's, wow, that's really big. It's a lot of people, okay? So and it's growing uh, months after months. Okay, so if you have a, a use case that uh, where you have a device you want to uh, deploy in many countries, uh, working on most of them, okay, the choice of Sigfox is just natural, 
okay because someone will buy your device and uh, if it's if it uh, is part in of one of the 65 countries uh, he will be able to use the devices so Sigfox is a good choice for this even if you are in a mobility context uh, you want to have a, a device moving from one place to another place and, and moving from one country to another country basically Sigfox is also the solution because it's uh, uh, the more global uh, public network in, in this category uh, sometimes Roa One is is really good in in mobility, but I mean the number of country covered in nationwide with uh, Roa One is is around five countries. Okay, so that's why for mobility inside one country it's more Sigfox. For global deployment in multiple countries, it's also Sigfox. But if you have a use case with a lot of devices in one given area, here Roa One is really interesting because you can do private network with LoRaWAN. So you can build your own network, have your own object, and manage all of this. So it's really the parameter where LoRaWAN is, uh, is really a champion. It's when you want to have a private network and uh, when your, your device are deployed in a, in a coverage road, which is really important because being this private network, where you have a lot of industrial uh, use cases, uh, farming use cases, okay, which are really interesting domain for IoT. Raw one is really a good choice. There is one question: is what is the limit? When do I need to use a private network? Uh, if I'm an industrial uh, uh, use case, for example, compared to uh, uh, a public network, it can be Raw one public or can be a Sigfox public. Okay, and, and that's a good question. My point of view, I, I'm writing a, a post on www.dask91.com uh, about this. And, and my point of view, the limit is about uh, 2,000 devices, but it's subject to discussion, but it's something between 1,000 and, and 3,000. Okay, uh, and, and once you have in one area, uh, which can be a, a comp an industry or which can be a city, uh, if you have... a this kind, this number of devices, economically speaking, it, it starts to be interesting to uh, manage your your own private uh, network. You you can manage a private network for many other good reasons, but uh, in terms of of cost, uh, that's the limit. So under this limit, uh, it's better to uh, take a look at Sigfox or uh, to uh, select a, a LoRaWAN uh, public uh, public operator for for doing this. And, and when you are in a specific location. Uh, the LoRaWAN public operator, they are available for, uh, I think, uh, 100 of countries. Okay, that's, that's a bit different uh, between a nationwide LoRaWAN and uh, um, and public network uh, installed, deployed for a specific use case. So you have both that are available. So uh, based on this, my point is to say there is some place, there is something to it for all the technology on the LP1. So that's not a competition, just guys, stop fighting each other, just uh, try to accelerate the IoT market. That would be really good for, for all of us. To conclude this uh, episode, uh, some news about uh, my favorite uh, LoRaWAN and, and Sigfox technologies. Um, on Sigfox, this is news of coming weeks. It's a Sigfox Connect. Sigfox Connect is the uh, yearly Sigfox event. So we are looking for a lot of great announcements. I will be there. 
uh, I hope so, in Singapore. It's on the 20th and 25th on the 21th on November. Um, I'm quite sure that the next podcast will be uh, made there uh, and uh, I hope with, uh, with uh, some surprise. Um, and, and so... I'm really waiting for interesting announcements. I'm quite sure that we are going to talk about the satellites as uh, the launch of the first satellite is, uh, is really uh, soon near. I hope that we are going to have some news about the uh, active and passive dive uh, tags as bubble. Uh, but there's nothing new about, uh, about this as it was last year uh, announcement already. And, and this year, um, I, I really think that we are going to have good announcements about uh, uh, low-cost subscription for really low-cost uh, devices. As, uh, as I talked in my uh, previous podcast, uh, uh, we had some really interesting thing going to be announced on, uh, on low-cost device or on $1. And we need to have a, a subscription uh, corresponding to such kind of devices. So it's basically what they historically called um, Admiral Ivory. So I, I think we are we are going to have some announcement around that, and uh, then I'm just expecting some new surprise. So let's see that. Uh, on the Sigfox uh, news, also a new country. So now we, there is uh, 65 countries. This new country uh, open is Thailand, uh, with 1,000 uh, sorry 1,400 base station to be deployed by 2020. So that's cool. Welcome uh, Thailand in, in the network. Really great. Uh, we have not a lot of country in Asia deployed with Sigfox, so one more, it's something really good. Uh, about the news on LoRa, uh, LoRa Alliance has announced uh, different things about the use of Wi-Fi in combination with LoRa, which is really interesting use case in my point of view, uh, because uh, you, you can have a um, um, high bandwidth uh, use case when you are indoor uh, with your equipment and while you are going outdoor uh, and lost the, uh, the Wi-Fi network, you can continue to have a, a communication uh, with a different uh, feature potentially as you don't have the same bandwidth but that's a, a couple of technologies that can really fit together to, to make interesting thing it's not really dedicated to LoRa it can also be used with uh, another LP1 basically so that's uh, that's interesting you can take a look it's on the, the LoRa one uh, website and the other really nice thing I've seen is a, a new getaway an adult getaway made by Microtik so it's a LoRaWAN gateway, eight, uh, eight channel, I mean, standard one. Uh, this one is made for outdoor. It has a PoE, Ethernet, Wi-Fi, and so on. And why I'm talking about this is because of the price. This uh, gateway is 169 euro. So that's really something interesting. I mean, the, I'm doing, I'm making my outdoor getaway based on uh, low-cost devices for indoor getaways, and I'm reaching a price about 400 euros. So with a such getaway, we are at the price, which basically means I can deploy uh, two getaways for price of one. So that's really interesting. I know that it's going to be the quality of it. I, I did not try it again uh, yet. I'm waiting, in fact, for my order because I, currently they are, they are not available. They are... Uh, on pre-sale uh, but I should get it soon I think it's beginning of, of November so you will be able to uh, see my test result on my website the dsk91.com as soon as I get it uh, and 
yeah so let's see what happens but i'm really 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 happy to see uh to see such thing and and to see how the price of getaway has decreased i mean the first getaway i've bought for outdoor one was uh, about uh, one uh, one thousand euro okay and, and now we are lower than 200 euro for i mean something which is quite equivalent so that's good so it's time to let you it's time to uh, give you a rendezvous for next month as uh, this i think it's going to be from singapore and uh, before this event i recommend you to take a look on my different posts on my blog you will have more information of the topic i've addressed in in that podcast so you can see all of this in www.task91.com